It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. The Bulletin. Right, Ben Strang is on the bulletin with us this morning, which is terrific. Uh, he can't possibly be the same Ben Strang that posted this. I can't shake this weird feeling Italy might trip up the All Blacks. Wasn't you, was it? Oh, sorry. Uh, I, I can't hear anything. Oh, right. Hello? Okay. Um, are you there? Are you there, Ben? Oh, I can hear you now. There you go. I can hear in the background. There we go. Okay, I'll try this again then. Uh, You can't be the same Ben Strang that posted, I can't shake this weird feeling Italy might trip up the All Blacks, surely. <laughs> that, that that may have been me. I just it's just been niggling away in the back of my mind since since the France loss and the and the Springboks loss. You just, I mean, Italy have had some you know decent results in the past couple of years. They they run really good teams fairly close. France and, and Ireland. They've had pretty you know decent performances and. At, you know, at some point they're going to put it all together. And I just <laughs> this there's just this feeling in the back of my mind that. Hey, what if it's what if it's in the next couple of weeks against the All Blacks? Wouldn't that be disastrous? I just, yeah, I, I can't I can't get rid of that niggling feeling, Smithy. <laughs> okay, is it appeased any by the selection of the All Blacks team to play in Namibia? Bearing in mind Italy just mopped them up fifty-two to eight. What have you made of this selection? Yeah, uh, not particularly. I mean, I'm happy to see the likes of Cam Roygaard in the squad because uh, I, I don't know why you would bring him to the World Cup and not select him at least on the bench for some of these games. Some of the selections and, and decision-making around personnel seem very confusing to me from the coaching staff. Like, a lot of people have been talking about the performances of the All Blacks that we don't seem to have a, a plan B. When things aren't going to plan, we've got no plan B. And... Mm. Part of that, I think, is that when we go to the bench, we're just bringing on like-for-like replacements for players that are on the field. When uh, we've had an injury in the squad and we go and, uh, and bring another loose forward in, we've gone for Ethan Blackadder, who's, who's a fantastic player, no doubt. Like There's no argument over that. But at the same time, you've got someone like Samu Penifina, who is... Uh, a considerable uh, size human, uh, almost two metres tall, plays a slightly different game to some of the other loose forwards and maybe would have been something a bit fresh to bring into the squad as a as a secondary option. Uh, Cam Roygaard uh, at halfback, a much different player to Aaron Smith or Finlay Christie. And yet in the first game, we had Finlay Christie on the bench. It was just a, a like-for-like, less good version of Aaron Smith. I, I think we need to have a little bit more of a plan B uh, in the squad. And, look, they're going to they're gonna wipe out Namibia. There's not going to be an issue there. I don't know how much we'll learn from it, but perhaps someone like Cam Roygaard just reminds people, hey, I'd, I'd be a pretty good option on the bench. He would. Uh, starting in that side, of course, uh, is Sam Whitelock, test match number 148. Where does he rate for you in all-time All Blacks and maybe all-time World Locks? Uh, phenomenal. Uh, longevity is is pretty amazing. I think at the at the peak of their powers, I think uh, Brody Retallick is probably has the edge for me 
uh, as a lock over Sam Whitelock, but his longevity and the way that he, uh, the leadership uh, of the pack around the park is is phenomenal. I think it's um, it's fantastic that that he has racked up this many tests. So 148. That that's <laughs> it's an amazing mark, and he should he should surpass 150 at this World Cup. Uh, a fantastic way for for him to to mark, you know, the the near end of the end of his career. Um, just a, an amazing servant, and it's hard to hard to say where he'd rank, but he's certainly in the top. I'd say top three locks New Zealand's New Zealand's had, and and possibly the world scene. Yeah, interesting actually. Uh, in the world, the world. I mean, we're up against some pretty tall timber there when we're looking at the the Matt Fields, the Martin Johnsons. I'm talking basically mm. a fairly professional era here. Uh, the locks have changed if you look at the physicality of the game in terms of their build compared to the days. I mean, Colin Meads was a giant of a man back in the day, but not now. He wouldn't have been. Yeah, that's right, and uh, and I guess that's the that's how I sort of look at it as well. Is more that modern modern game. Even if I think Colin Meads is probably um, in that top three of New Zealand players, even if he was more of a you know loose forward or something in in, in modern terms. Um, yeah, a, a very changeable position and one that Sam Whitelock has come to be, uh, you know, I think when opposition locks are coming into games against New Zealand and they see Sam Whitelock is playing, um, particularly in the past decade or so, they've, mm. uh, you know, it, it's they know it's not going to be an easy day playing against Sam Whitelock and that's exactly what you want from a player in a position that's as much about heart and uh, and, and that sort of thing as skill. So he, he's been a, um, a fantastic servant. Well, I've complimented Namibia by naming uh, Brody Retallick alongside him. I would imagine that is as much to get some rugby into Brody Retallick, yeah? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And and he's so important. If the All Blacks are to to find form and and not lose to Italy and uh, and and you know go go deeper into this tournament, then Brody Retallick's going to be a very uh, vital element of that. I think I mentioned before um, when you go through some of the players in All Black squads, past and present, there are a lot of players who can one week put in a ten out of ten performance, and then the next week they can be a four out of ten, and over the you know period of a season they might be sort of a seven out of ten player. They might be All Blacks. Brody Retallick is that guy who will be an eight out of ten week after week. He is he's always very very good. Sometimes he will be spectacular, and so he is so important, I think, to the New Zealand team. Uh, very good to have him back from injury, and this is a good way of easing him back. Well, speaking of uh, three out of ten performances, uh, I would have thinking uh, the the Black Caps last night was pretty much a three out of ten, where um, I think Ben Stokes was probably twelve out of ten. So. They got a hiding. Yeah, not not good. Uh, particularly, you know, a month out from the World Cup, that's not really the kind of result you want to see. Obviously, we're going to be in much different conditions in India for the for the World Cup, but that is uh, it was a pretty limp performance from New Zealand. Uh, bowling wise, uh, I mean, th- there are things to like, I guess, in in some of these performances that we're seeing. Trent Bolt, for instance, is terrific. Like to have him back for the World Cup is. Uh, is huge. He is by far and away the best player, uh, best bowler New Zealand have. Uh, he is world class, and he continues to show that. Five for fifty-one. Um, you know, to go for less than six and over. I think he was the only New Zealand bowler to to do that last night. 
uh, he he is fantastic. He is going to be so crucial come the World Cup. And I think the other uh, important part of this New Zealand squad for that World Cup will be our spin bowlers. I think uh, Ish Sodi and Mitchell Santner, if they are successful at the World Cup, New Zealand can go a very long way. If they're not, I don't see how they will go a long way. You know, if if the two spinners combine bowl 20 overs in India for, say, 80, 100 runs, opposition teams can still rack up th- scores of 300, and that's not great. So they're going to have to they're going to have to take wickets and be restrictive in India for New Zealand to have much of a chance because on on this showing, I'm not 100% sure New Zealand can can bash out really big scores in India. It's going to be a very big challenge. Yeah, I, I think it is too. I mean, last uh, time the World Cup in 2019, everyone was forecasting that you had to score 300 batting first or chasing uh, to be consistently with a chance. Well, that didn't turn out. In fact, in the semi-final, the final we played, 240 was enough. Uh, so in all, it might not work out that way either. Um, also, of course, this weekend, the biggest game of rugby league um, for New Zealand, I think for possibly, oh, I don't know, 10 years anyway, 12 years since 2011. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's going to be very – I'm very hopeful uh, in, that the Warriors will, will deliver. And there's a, a few reasons for – obviously the Panthers this last weekend – They've been there and they've done it. They were relentless. They sort of showed that they know how to play finals football. And I'm hoping that the Warriors learnt a lot from that and can use it in this game against the Knights. One big change I've seen this year from the Warriors, or at least I think I've seen this year from the Warriors, is that the players just seem to be far more coachable. Uh, Andrew Webster seems to have uh, these players in, in, in this unit. You know, high-performance sport, professional sport, it's so important that the players are coachable and are open to learning and improving, and he seems to have got them into that mind space. So I think they will have learned from last week and, and will come back with a vengeance after being humbled. At the same time, part of me, because uh, I, I can be very pessimistic, uh, Smithy, part of me wonders mm-hmm. if you know this first postseason run in some time is kind of the one that they're going to have to learn from in future years. Uh, yeah, there's so many teams that finally make it back to the playoffs and things don't quite go how they want, but in future years it, they learn from that and, and they're much, much better for it. Part of me thinks that maybe we'll see a bit of that, but fingers crossed they learn a lot from last week and, and get the victory against the Knights. Pessimism. I, I don't really rate you as a pessimist, but I, I, I do go back. I go back to that um, worrying about the All Blacks <laughs> being beaten by Italy. That, that uh, I think, does put you in that bracket, the P word. Uh, hey, Ben. <laughs> I hope you sleep well between now and Italy. And um, to be honest, um, I've got to thank you, uh, mate, for taking part in the bulletin this morning. Enjoyed your thoughts. Cheers. No worries. Cheers, Smitty.